Are you in perimenopause or menopause and have questions? My co-host Andrea Donsky has a podcast called Menopause Reimagined, where she answers your questions about this phase of life. So stay tuned at the end where I will share five minutes of her amazing podcast and there will be a link in the show notes where you can go and listen to the whole episode. Andrea is brilliant and she has worked so hard and knows her stuff. So be sure to check out Menopause Reimagined after this episode of Health Power. Thanks. If you listen to the show, you know that I love books that are memoir or part memoir. I also love books that really explore wonderful ways to help us heal our trauma. And I just read such a fantastic book. It is by Shannon Duncan. It is called Coming Full Circle, Healing Trauma Using Psychedelics. Shannon Duncan is an entrepreneur and author. He also penned Present Moment Awareness. Duncan lives in California, finding his way to an authentic expression of himself, including and especially his sense of humor, has been the most rewarding aspects of healing from trauma. Shannon, welcome to Health Power. Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to have you on. I love your book. I love how candid you are in your book. And when I was reading about your childhood, It was so heartbreaking. And you're such an eloquent writer. This was just crushing. Quote, what I mostly remember of my childhood is an emotional void interrupted only by criticism or the intensity of the screaming. In a home without any semblance of personal boundaries, I instinctively learned to not let me, my heart, ever be accessible or seen so that my sense of self couldn't be overwhelmed, which felt like death. What was it like to dive into that? You know, it was a... um... It was a challenging but beautiful process to write the book. Um, and as I share in the book, I'm I'm pretty introverted and I'm very, very private. And sharing the depth of myself and my own healing process like I did has been challenging. I've come close to uh, feeling like I might have a panic attack a few times, just I'd be laying in bed at night and just staring at the ceiling. It's like, what am I doing? But when I tried to look, you know, because the book is part memoir and it's also informative guide, but the informative guide stuff by itself just doesn't work without the context. And so if I can show that it's okay to be human, it's okay to be vulnerable and open, the more I do that, the more I find other people give themselves permission to do the same. And so ultimately it's been received beautifully. Um, you know, none of my fears of, <laughs> you know, weirdos coming out of the the woodwork to to be purposely hurtful have come true. And it's um, it's I, I, more often than not, I just get thanked for being so open and, and how people have had that resonate in them and give them hope that they can also find a path towards healing their own traumas. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what you do. So I just want to mention some of the psychedelic medicines, MDMA, psilocybin mushrooms, 2CB, 3MMC, 5MEO, DNT, ayahuasca, ketamine, etc. And one of the problems is that a lot of these are illegal, right? I, I believe that only ketamine is legal right now for utilizing in this way. Um, no, there's uh, there are some areas that are also decriminalizing um like psilocybin mushrooms. Um, there are legally sanctioned clinical trials around MDMA, also known as ecstasy. Um, you know, um, a lot of the description in my book, you know, cause there are 
legal channels coming online and there are clinical trials that are available but can be very difficult to get into. Um, my descriptions of my own work are working with the underground. There's a, there is a rich and vibrant underground of healers that will hold safe space for somebody processing emotion with the psychedelic substances. But as I make very clear in the book, there are also a lot of people that are radically unqualified popping up to serve as that kind of a guide because it makes them feel good about themselves. And they're well-intentioned. They just, they don't know how much they don't know about it. And uh, I talk about that in the book and how to identify a guide and what to look for and what kind of questions to ask. So if you do look for someone to help you with this, you can come into it with your eyes wide open and, and know what to look for. Yeah, you also talk about there's three different experiences that psychedelics are used for. And you say uh, there's recreational, expansive, and then the third, which you say is fundamentally different from the two, is medicine work. Most people who've ever done psychedelics before... It's uh, recreational. Recreational is just about having a fun time. It's, you know, you do it at a music concert and then everything's more vibrant and incredible and it just moves through you in a new way. I've done that. It's beautiful. No problem with it at all, as long as you're being safe and responsible. Um, expansive is kind of the same thing, but you're taking a different intention into it. And this is where it really opens your heart. It opens your mind. You can have profound insights to see yourself or your life from a new perspective. And so when you go and do a psychedelic retreat um, or just, you know, you're having time with yourself or friends and you go into it with, I just want to open, I want to connect to my sense of a higher power. I want to see what else is possible for my life. That's the kind of thing you can do with psychedelics in an expansive and a lot of the healing that you find happens in expansive experiences it's just you have you have a new insight that helps you see you know like a, a common example is somebody who's finding themselves very angry all the time and lashing out in their life on psychedelics they might see oh man I, before i thought that I was angry because this person was wrong, but I can see how that's my own wounding. That's my own insecurity. That's causing me to be angry in order to keep me feeling safe. And then they can bring that back into their everyday life and work with a therapist and come at it from a new perspective. Those kinds of insights come all the time on psychedelics. Uh, the, 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 the analogy I use is it's kind of like sweating is to exercise, right? If you, when you start exercising, you're going to start sweating you start doing psychedelics, you're going to start having insights. It's just, it's just how they work. Right? But, and, and for many, if not most people, that kind of experience is everything that they would have wanted from it. And, uh, but then there's medicine work. And medicine work, you need proper supervised guidance. But that's where you can go deep into yourself, deep into the scary places, and explore those and open those and allow old wounds to express themselves in a safe and supported way. And that's what the book is really getting into. Yeah, and it, it goes perfectly into this quote from the book. Quote, intuitively, I always knew that medicine work is going to take me into places that I am emotionally programmed to stay out of. It's scary in the same way that going skydiving for the first time is scary. The fear is instinctive. I have often been terrified as I was preparing to take the medicine to start a journey. How did you I don't know, psych yourself up or how did you get to the point where you were like, this is going to be scary, but it's also going to be healing? Um, you know, my own childhood trauma had built up into my life, built up in my life to a point where it was near debilitating, near um, 
uh, emotionally crippling, really. I couldn't connect with other people very well. I would, it just never felt safe. Uh, I was in and out of depression a lot. Um, I had gone in and out of suicide ideation quite a bit. And um, it, it reminds me of the the tragedy on 9-11 when they had those images, those heartbreaking images of people jumping out of the windows to escape the building. And, you know, it's because there, there was no staying in the building. And at the point where I was introduced to guided psychedelic work, like doing it for real, I I was kind of at the end of my rope. And so for me going in there and having this first big experience and this huge release of pain was just life changing. And that's that's how it really started for me. Once you have had a wonderful dog, a life without one is a life diminished That's a quote by author Dean Coots, and I couldn't agree more. I want my wonderful dogs to live as long as possible, and what they eat plays a huge role in their health and longevity. Kibble is full of seed oils that wreak havoc on our dog's health. They damage their microbiome, which affects digestion, oral health, their skin and coat, and more. And that's why I feed my dog Benji Yumwoof. Their air-dried food is GMO-free and has an inflammation-reducing recipe with omega-3 and coconut oil. It's all the benefits of fresh food without the fridge, carbs, fillers, seed oils, and other inflammatory ingredients you see in other brands. Yum Woof obsessively crafted a healthy, low-carb food with humanely raised USDA meat, eggs, and other non-GMO superfoods that my dog loves. Try the number one air-dried dog food for gut health for 50% off a trial of Yum Woof. That's 50% off a trial of Yum Woof. Go to www.yumwoof.com. That's www.yumwoof.com. You and your dog will be so glad you did. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I never tried psychedelics. Um, mm-hmm. I recently, in the last couple of years, got into edibles with cannabis, and mm-hmm. I, I highly enjoy that. I, I take some just to kind of de-stress, kind of if I feel like laughing. I'm a pretty laughy person, but a little bit more. And I'm definitely open to this, but I would want to do it in a medicinal way. Yeah. And so that's something that I'm thinking about. And again, I know exactly what to do. I know who to look for. You've got trip sitters, psychedelic facilitators, psychedelic coaches, psychedelic guides, medicine guys, psychedelic therapists. You you tell us how to get ready. You want to establish support, breath work, keeping a journal, get comfortable with discomfort. And then you even tell us ways to do that. You talk about setting, you talk about tools you use, mementos, eye mask, sketchbooks. It really is such a fantastic guidebook because now I feel prepared you know, when I find which drug to do, (laughs) but you also talk about all the things about it. And you talk about, I think it was, uh, was it MDMA? You write it, it can't quote, can be quite floaty, but mushrooms can ground the experience. There's a lot of different kinds of psychedelics. And I talk about the ones that I've used in structured therapeutic work. Like I've done LSD recreationally and expansively in my past, but I haven't used them in guided uh, guided work yet. So I don't discuss them specifically, but I talk about like MDMA, which is ecstasy and how that can be helpful or ketamine or mushrooms. They, they each kind of resonate in the body in a different way and they help open you up in a different way. And so, you know, over time, if you're doing this for a while, you might try different ones, you know, safely and and with with uh, being informed on them yourself uh, just to see how they open you up and which ones are more beneficial to you. But most people uh, will start off with MDMA because it's so heart opening. It gives you such a profound sense of safety. 
that you can just talk about almost anything. And, and a great many people get everything they need from psychedelic therapy work just from doing a few MDMA sessions. With MDMA, fear is rarely a problem. I mean, it's extremely rare because what it does is it causes your brain to flood with serotonin. And serotonin is the, the chemical in your brain that gives you a sense of happiness. When you're really low on serotonin, that's when you feel depressed. So it's an emotional regulation drug. And so when you take MDMA, you get a ton of it. You just feel warm and loving and compassionate. You can have empathy for other people and, and, way, and for yourself in ways that you've never known before. So it really opens you up. And so in that window, it's not that the drug isn't what does the healing, but it gives you access to help heal yourself. And so you open it up. And if there were traumas that you were too ashamed or too fearful to discuss before, all of a sudden with your guide, with your therapist, you can have a conversation about it and you can see it in a new way. And you can start to let it go in a way that moves it from living in you in the present to just being something that happened in the past. That's that's the beautiful thing of it. Right. And, you know, I don't want to give it away because I want people to get the book, but you discover something pretty horrifying. And yeah, so, you know, I, 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 I had ended up recovering some things that my mind had protected me from remembering. And um, it actually helped some major puzzle pieces of my life fit together because I knew I didn't have an ideal childhood. Um, But I never really understood why it caused the level of dysfunction that it did. And so going through this process, things started coming to light and all of a sudden understandings of, oh, well, now it makes all the sense in the world. And boy, that has just set me free in ways that I, I didn't even think were possible. Yeah, that was huge. That was real. And you had already started seeing a therapist named Taffy, and she was doing something called, how do you pronounce it? Hycomi. Yeah, Hycomi. And that and the somatic work. And then from there, you started trying psychedelics. Yeah. So when I first, you know, I was having so many problems in my life with anger and with just relating to other people and needing to disconnect and isolate from other people. And I just knew that this wasn't good. And I was newly a father and I didn't want to take how I was raised into my own parenting. And so I sought out a therapist and I got just a a beautifully qualified, really good therapist. And one of the things that made her really good is she had actually done her own deep work. Because unfortunately, there are quite a few out there that go to school and they focus on other people healing instead of their own healing. So what they can offer is only academic, right? It's not oh, yeah. It's not like from the heart. And she was able to offer something from the heart. And she taught me about the Haikomi method, which is where you can relate to your inner world, to your own emotional states in a very different way. And it brought about a powerful sense of uh, self-awareness that uh, I, I continue to use those skills to this day. Oh, that's great. One of the things that I found so powerful and I had never thought about before is you write why it's not good for us to think of ourselves as damaged or broken and instead wounded. Well, it's it's really common for people who have emotional wounds, who have traumas, and then they've got these defense mechanisms that keep life from triggering, right? So anytime yeah. something gets too close to triggering it, the anger comes out, the, the addictive behaviors come out, the, the closing off comes out, whatever those are, and they feel broken. They feel like I can't function. I want to connect to my spouse, 
but every time we get close, I just get so angry and I need to separate myself. Right. And, and it's, and if you can shift your perspective from one of feeling broken to one of realizing that you're wounded and wounds can heal, well, now you're inviting in the potential for something different. And so that's, that's kind of the, the underlying premise of the whole book is we, people are emotionally wounded to varying degrees and maybe not with psychedelics, but definitely for the right, for people who are in the right position and they've got the right mindset and self-awareness, psychedelics could be helpful, but there are ways to heal those emotional wounds. And once, once you realize that those are wounds, you can approach them in a different way. But when you think of yourself as broken, that's kind of something you just are. You know, and, and but when you think of yourself as as wounded and a fallible human being, and your previous behaviors have just come out of that wounding, um, it, it really empowers you to heal. And what's interesting is a lot of times people go at the anger, they go at the the disconnect, so they're going at the symptom. When you can go under under that, and the symptom is trying to protect you in a misguided way, but you go under that to the wounding, and as the wound heals those defense mechanisms aren't as necessary anymore. They start going away on their own, which is the really profound, uh, the profound level of the work. Just talking to you, I, I imagine you've had such incredible shifts in your, in the way you feel about yourself and the way you oh, look yeah. at your past. We only have a couple minutes left, but just talk yeah. to us about that. You know, going from somebody with a lot of self-hate, um, I, one of my earliest experiences on ecstasy on MDMA. And this is before the guided sessions at all. I was in my late twenties and it was the first time I ever felt love or approval for myself. And I didn't know it was coming. It was an insight. It was a new perspective to see myself in a different way. And I never knew that people even felt that way about themselves, but just having had that experience radically changed my life. Cause now I had something to work towards that I didn't even know existed Otherwise, and so those those are the kinds of things that can happen with psychedelics. They're not a magic bullet. It takes your own willingness to face your yourself and your own stuff, your own challenging stuff. But if you're willing, if you're willing to do the work, if you're willing to allow yourself to go through uncomfortable stuff, um, there is huge potential there. Yeah, I completely agree. Shannon, I wish we had more time. The, the book is so phenomenal. And I am going to find someone and I'm going to try this. And I have other people in my life who have complex PTSD. And I'm going to urge them to read your book and listen to this interview as well. Again, Shannon Duncan, Coming Full Circle, Healing Trauma Using Psychedelics. Tell us all the ways we can find you in your wonderful book. Sure. Uh, my own website is shannonduncan.com. Uh, probably the easiest way to get the book because it's in print. Um, ebook and audiobook uh, is Amazon, of course. Um, but uh, a lot of retailers are carrying both the uh, the ebook and the audiobook, and any bookstore can order the book for you if you don't want to do Amazon. Um, those are the, those are the best ways. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Shannon. This has been great. Also, everybody, keep coming back to Health Power and be sure to check out Dog Eared if you're a dog fan. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.